0: Um, we left off at the bottom of Lamad Ahmed Base. Uh, we're in the middle of this uh, Agarita which is going to continue for a little while. I'm going to go through some uh, stories which we sh- are probably very familiar with. Um, so, last line on Lamad Ahmed Base. So, we learned in a KiHilol. A person should always be humble like Hillel, and he shouldn't be exacting like Shame. How do we see that? <coughs> so there was a story with two people. Shehimeru uh, Ze Zeb. That uh, they they uh, got it's mixed up. They made a bet. Hmm? A oh, they, bet. They, they, they made a bet. Okay. <coughs> they got mixed up with each other. Okay. They they made a bet. Amru. So they said to, they said, Call Mishilech V'yaknit Whoever goes and uh, gets angry, you tell Dovid Meizos. So he's going to get four hundred zuz." So Omar Echelmeihem, one of them said, I'll do it. I'll go, I'll go get him angry. It was Friday afternoon. So Hilal was taking a shower. He was washing his hair. So this, this person went and uh, knocked on his door. Omar stood out to the door and said, is, is Hilal here? Is Hilal here? Is Hilal here? He so he uh, put his bathrobe on, and he came out to meet him. Um, so he said to, he said to this person, "Bini, my son, Maratamavakech, what, 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 what would you like? What's your question?" He says, "I've got a question to ask you." Amar Shaal bini He says, "Ask, my son, ask." So uh, this person says back, Why are the heads of Babylonians uh, unusually round?" he asked me a, a, a big question um, The answer is because they don't have uh, midwives who know what they're doing so well, so they end up with round heads so he uh, went, went and waited for another hour Chazar came back for Omar he says, "Mekan hill mikan where's <laughs> hill where's hill came out in his uh, bathrobe again and uh, to meet this person So, Am alay b'ni He says, what's your question? Amr alay He says, I've got a question So, Amr sha'al b'ni sha'al He says, uh, ask my son, ask ma uh, So his question is, why are the uh, eyes of the tarmudim Tarmudi people uh, round? Um, Rashi really says, they're soft so so he said back to him You asked a good question. Hillel says back to this uh, person who's trying to uh, get him upset. Um, he says you asked a, a great question. The answer is Ben because they um, live in the in the sand. They live with with sand around them, and uh, let, let's see Rashi to uh, see what what he means by this. So back to the top of the page, Rashi, Shehemerun is Arvo, Kamoy de Sanhedrin. They mixed up like they would do with the, the doves in the Sanhedrin. Mikan Hillel, he said, Where's Hillel? Klum Khan Hillel. So he's saying, there nobody here named Hillel? And it's not a, not a uh, nice way to speak to the uh, leader of the Jewish people with Nemarish and Chabadim Saggalos. So his first question was why are the heads of uh, Babylonians round? Billonabalash she in she in which is not round. Listen, Akhina Roshan Chabadim Saggalal uggol either it means they're not so round or they're more round. Either way, Tuutois, their eyes the eyes of the Tamudi people are uh Tuutois et cetera. She says Izraqos, they're soft. So Hilal entered them Chadarbenakhol, they live in amongst the sand. The wind blows, and the sand goes in their eyes. In another place, Mepharis Trutos Lashon Agulos. Trutos means a different explanation of this word is that they're round. Mepharis Agulos, base Moshe of Shalahem, their houses are round. We see elsewhere that it uses the word Trutos to mean round, that their houses were round somewhere else. Not necessarily these same people. But uh, a different reference in Shas. The and the and Rashi says, and I'm going to say, I, I say the same thing over here that their eyes were round. And because they live among the sand, changed their eyes slightly. That the the opening of their eyes shouldn't be long, and and the um, sand will get in there. Uh, and similar. The next case we're going to see: shall Afrika the feet of the Africans. that they They shouldn't uh, drown in the um, in the uh, deep deep waters. The and the uh, explains: they lived amongst, somewhere in, with the deep water, they, go, they would go barefoot, and their feet would spread out. That the the um, shoe would push the foot and, and make it fit to the, the mold of the shoe. So it would keep, it would keep them afloat or on, on top of the, I guess, a muddy surface. Huh? Something box. like that, yeah. That's the next case we're gonna see, Rashi just throws it all together. Um so let's see the next the next one. Um five uh, wide lines down. Halach. So this uh, person went him to In he waited another hour. Chazar Omar came back and said, Mikan Hill, Mikan Hillal, where's where's Hillal? Ms. Atefyata, the crosshair came back in his bathrobe and he said to him, Amrali Bina ma'atam Atamatama what's your question? Amalai Sha'ili usually usually says, I've got a I've got a question. Sha'al Bani Sha'al. So Hill tells him again, ask, ask. Uhne Mara Glehem Shal Afrikayim Rachovitz, why are the feet of the African people wide? Which Rashad was explaining just uh, did a little early. Um Rali Bani He says, My son, you asked a a, a great question. Um Mithnesha Darin ben bitsehamayim, because they live amongst the uh um the, the muddy waters And uh, Rashi explained that their feet are wide, that they shouldn't drown, that it'll keep them afloat. it will keep them above the the mud. So Omar Eloi, so Hillel said back to him, Uh, This person said back to Hillel, He says, I got a lot of questions to ask. Um, And I'm I'm afraid that you're going to get angry. Uh, So Nisatev Yosha Lofonov. So Hillel uh, wrapped himself up and, and got dressed and he sat in front of him. Amalei um, said to him, Ask me every question you got. I'm giving give me your best shot." Amalei. Um, so the, uh, he, this person said back to Hillel, "Atahu Israel." He says, "Are you Hillel who they call the uh, the the, the uh, leader, the president, the prince of Israel?" Amalei, So Hillel said, "Yeah." Amalei, "Im atahu im this person says, if that's so, then there should not be, that people like you should not increase in Chal Yisrael. (laughs) Amr'alei Hil says back, b'ni mi p'nei says, what do you mean? (laughs) Amr'alei mi p'nei she'avadati a'yadcha dalad me'ezuz, because I lost because of you 400 zuz. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Amr'alei Hil (laughs) says back, have a zahir beruchacha, you should be careful with your uh, mood and with your your, uh, um, person's moodos and the way a person acts, he said it's worthwhile for Hillel that someone should lose because of him four hundred zoos and another four hundred zoos, because not only did he um did he lose the four hundred did he not did he not gain the four hundred zoos, he had to pay four hundred zoos to the other guy. Uh and, and Hillel shouldn't get angry. Well you pay four hundred The other guy to make lose. I the bell was, then, one of them can make him. Right, that's what it sounded like, but uh, I guess. Also, if could make him angry, he angry that He had to. He lost the bet, I guess. He had to pay it also. Um, so it was. It was worthwhile for Hillel that someone should lose that much money. Four hundred zoos was, was a quite a large sum of money, and he shouldn't uh, get angry. He, that was, uh, it was worthwhile for him. Uh, let's see, Rashi: "K'dayu Hillel, Roi It's It's fitting for Hillel that. Four hundred does to be lost for his uh, not getting angry. Okay, uh, let's go to the next next uh, story, which is also going to be with Hillel and Shammai. Um, Tanravon, we went in a brisa. was There's a story with this non Jew, non Jew Shabbat lifnei uh, Shammai. He came before Shammai Amarloi. He said to Shammai, "Kama How many Torahs do you have?" time, he says. We have two Torah shabachsav. the written Torah, v'Torash shabalpeh, and there's the oral Torah. so this is non Jew said back to him ani mincha that you have a, a written Torah. I believe you but uh, on the oral Torah, I don't believe you. So uh, he says, "Gaireni Torah He says, "I want to convert, but only on condition that you teach me only the written Torah, and I am not going to listen to the." Uh, Aru Torah. So Gara boy, so he uh, he screamed at him Vaitia bin and he sent him away um uh in shame. He he, he excommunicated him. Balifni Hill. he came in front of Hillal. Gairi, he converted him. So what happened? The Yomakama, the first day Omalai Aleph Bays Gimel Dalad. The first day he was teaching him Alif he taught him Alif Bay's Gimal Dalad. Lamahar Apihle. The next day, he taught it to him the other way. He said, He taught him Dalad Gimel Bey's Aleph. So, v'ha esm- v'ha hachi. He said, so, he said, Didn't you tell me it was different yesterday? so, Lavali kasam- So, are you not relying on me to teach you Aleph base and teach you Torah and to convert you and to, to um, teach you the right direction? So, the same way you're listening to me about the Aleph base, so, you should also listen to me about the Torah Shabbal Peh. And also, and and forget this uh, nonsense of of not learning uh, Torah Shabbat. Here. Um, let's see Rashi. Hutzio b'nezifa. The Tanya, because we not in the Braysa, Habbal Kabel Diveri Chavrus. Chutz Midavar Echad. If someone is wants to accept everything in the Torah except for one, thing of the chain Ger Habbal is Gayer. Also a uh, Ger who wants to convert, the kibbil of the very Torah Echad, and he accepts the the Torah except for one thing. In Makablan also we, we do not accept him, Mesh Meserta Bukharis, which is in Meserta Bukharis. Uh Gaire. So Hillal converted him. He was relying on his, I mean, c- because if if that's true that we said that you can't convert somebody who uh, is not going to accept one thing in the Torah, so how was Hillal able to convert this guy? He wasn't ready to accept the Torah Shabal-peh. So uh So Hillel was re- was was relying on his own wisdom, then that he would he would eventually um, get him in the mindset to accept the Torah uh, Shabbal Pei. This is not like. Uh, accepting everything except for one he wasn't denying that there was a Torah that existed he just didn't believe that it was from Hashem and Hillel um, was certain that after he would teach him then uh, this person would, would rely on him to be able to uh, give him the information he needed and he would also accept the Torah Shabal that that was from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, uh, as we see it, it, worked out. Okay, so that, uh, Abichle, last Rashi here, Qigong Tashrak. So the first day he taught him Aleph Beis Gimel Dalad, and the second day he taught him Tafshin Resh who he went backwards. And, uh, so he said to him, the same way you're relying on me to teach you Aleph Beis, rely on me that I know that the Torah uh, is right, and we'll get there, and, uh, it seems like that's what happened. <coughs> And uh, so he said, Lave one more rashi. How do you know that this is an aleph and this is a base? Only because I taught you. And you're relying on me. And so with the Tarash you should also rely on my words. The same way you're letting me teach you aleph base, and, and you're listening to me that this letter is which letter is which. So too, uh, rely on me for Tarash and. uh It'll work out, and you'll be a good joke. Okay, Um, next story. Um, This one is extremely famous, and uh, here's where we see where it's written down in the the Gemara. Uh, About halfway down the page, (coughs) just after the the two dots. So there was another story with a non-Jew. He came in front of Shammai. This uh, non-Jew came to Shammai and said, Convert me on condition that you can teach me the entire Torah while I'm standing on one foot. He he took the the, uh, the pole or something that he was holding in his hand and he pushed him away. He came to Hilal Gairi converted so he said to him Hillel said the famous words what uh, you what, what is hated to you you should not do to your friend this is the entire Torah, and everything else is its explanation. go and learn um, let's see rashi because um, obviously this statement seems to include um all the mitzvahs and uh, every, the, the Torah requirements for ben adam lachaveray, but it's uh, not so clear how it includes uh, uh, mitzvahs that are between man and Hashem. So Rashi says, "Amas habinyan." So Shammai pushed him away with uh, the amas habinyan. Makel shuhu amas orech. It's a stick which is an ama long. Umoide in boy orech binyan and they would measure the length of the binyan. Of the buildings, that they would uh, decide you, you're going to get uh, 50 feet of house for such a price. So Hillel was holding this ruler, uh, Shammai was holding this ruler, and he pushed away this non-Jew who wanted him to teach uh, teach him the whole Torah on one foot. So Hillel went and converted him and said, "Your friend and the friend of your father, you should not leave." That's a pasuk in Mishlei. Zeh This is a baruch So now we see how the uh, mitzvahs that are between man and Hashem are also included, because Hashem is referred to as uh, as a as a re'ah, as a friend. So al tavar al don't uh, transgress the words of Hashem. Sharia alecha sonui chaverecha al dvorecha because you hate when someone doesn't listen to what you want. So the same way a is telling you what to do, and a we see is referred to as a reya, as some level of friend, so if you wouldn't want your friend not listening to you, so you shouldn't not listen to a Prochah, which means that all of the mitzvahs would be included in this. Vishnachrina, chaver Mamash, that it's really talking about your uh, actual friend, K'yonga Gzela, Gneva, Niyu, Verova, the majority of the mitzvahs, Rashi tells us, are actually Benadam Lachavere. Um... So, we see that both, uh, both sets of mitzvahs can really be included in this statement. Um, so, Hillel said the rest of it, the rest of divaytara is pirusha. It's the explanation of this statement. So, the entire thing is to know what is hated to you. So, go and learn and then you'll know. So once you once you learn the entire Torah and you know what should be the things that are handed to you, whether between the mitzvah uh, mitzvahs, so that's how everything is included uh, in this statement, and you have to go and um, go out and learn the rest of it to be able to understand exactly the the details and the ramifications of this statement. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Next story we're going to move on to right. okay um, So the two dots just a little past halfway down the page uh, this one here two dots over here okay. we're, going, we're going through stories today. Okay. Um, there was Echad There's another story with a uh, non-Jew. He was walking in the back, uh, behind the uh, base Medrash. And he heard the sound of the uh, scribe that he was saying, There's a pasuk in Shmois, uh, regarding the Mishkan. These are the garments that you should make. When Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu uh, all different uh, items to make for the Mishkan. Chayshen and the Eifoid, which were the two of the uh, begotten that the Kohen Gadol wore. Amar Halal So uh, this guy said, who were these made for? Amar Laila So they said it's for the Kohen Gadol. Amar So this uh, non-Jew said to himself, Eleich I'm going to go and I'm going to convert Bishwa Sheyishimunit Gadol. I'll convert and they'll make me into the Kohen Gadol. He didn't exactly realize that you can't that doesn't work. at the Hmm. Yeah. Start at the top. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Start yep. yep. uh, it doesn't exactly work because if you're uh, if you convert, you can't exactly be a kohen. <laughs> details, details. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what happened? Balis He came in front of shama. Amar gaireni Um. He said, "Convert me on condition that they'll be able to make me a kohen gadol." So he pushed him away with this ruler, shabi'ado that was in his hand. Baalifne He came to Hillal, so Hillel converted him. so Hillal said to him, Can we appoint a king? That who, we, the only king we can appoint is someone who knows the ins and outs of royalty, of how to be a how to be a proper king. Go and learn the uh, the the details and the uh, proper way to uh, be to to be considered royalty. Um, meaning, go and learn all the halachas of being a kongonel. Halach he, v'kara. So he went and started reading. Kivon she'igiyah. Once he reached Jevazara, Koray v'yumas. There's a pasuk in Bamidbar, uh, which talks about when the mishkan was traveling, um, a, someone, someone who was not a kohen or a levi, who came close um, to certain items in the mishkan, would uh, die because of that. Because it was a such a high level of kedusha. So Amalei. So he said to him, I Ami nemar." This this person who just recently converted and wanted to become a kohen gadol said, "Who's this pasuk written about that a, a, a foreign person who's not a kohen or Levi uh, will die?" So Amalei, I feel David Melach Even David, the king of Israel, is not able to come closer than any other person to uh, the uh, to the kodesh kadashim. Um, it's only the kohen, the kohen gadol. And even Da'avid Ramana would not be able to. No, so Nasa is but so. so that this person made a kavu to himself. We have Klal Yisrael who are considered sons to Hashem when we talk avish ahavam kar lehem b'nibuchari Yisrael. And from Hashem's love, he he said about Klal that they're his firstborn son. Xivalehem the korev it says about Klal Yisrael that uh, they'll die if they come close to the to the wrong to the certain parts of the Mishkan. Ger Hakal. So me, who's this this uh, convert who's coming, who just joined the just joined the fold, which is uh, more mekel, which is which is a lower level of stringency. Makloy I just came in with my stick and my uh, my my wallet. Even more so me that if if I end up in the wrong place in the Beis HaMikdash, I will die. So, he uh, came to the conclusion himself that he's not fitting to be the Kohen Gadol. It um, uh, still sounds like he uh, was happy to become a member of Kali Israel. So, he then came in front of Shemayi. He says, I, I, I'm not worthy to be the not worth, I'm not worthy to be uh, the Kohen Gadol. It says in the Torah that the, the uh, foreigner who comes close will die. Then he came in front of Hillel. The humble one, Hillel. You should have blessings placed upon your head. That you brought me close under the wings of Hashem. So at, uh, f- at some point later, the, these three people who... Uh, were converted by Hillel, all happened to meet up in one place. Um, and they all said, uh shel Shammai." Shammai's midah uh, of um, being so exacting, wanted to uh, send us away from the world. And shel Hillel tachas But uh, the uh, humility of Hillel brought us under the wings of the Shechina, and now they're they all uh, happy to be Jewish and and. And they're happy with uh, Hill converting them. Uh, let's see Rashi. Uh, Seifer A little more than halfway down Rashi's. Uh, so he walked. This this non Jew heard the Sopher in the base medrash. who's at the Malamit Inoka. So the the Kheide Rebbe in the base medrash was teaching his kids about the uh, uh, garments of the Mishkan. Tachsisei. So, this person who wanted to convert and uh, become the Kohen God, Hillel told him you have to know how to, how to do everything properly. That's the, the, way, the correct way to, do, to fulfill the needs of the king according to his uh, honor. So, these three uh, converts all met and they were praising Hillel's humility and they were not so happy with uh, Shammai's ways of being so exacting. Which again is not nece- is, we're not saying it's a negative thing for Shammai. That was his uh, world view of, of things, and uh, definitely we can't say that it was a, it was necessarily a negative meter. But uh, this is just where um, Hillel and Shammai's views on things ended up in two different directions. Shammai was obviously a tremendous uh, tzaddik; is one of the one of the early tanoim, and and Chas to say anything bad about him. Um, so we was have to understand that this, this meter of Shammai was still coming from a, a, a calculation of his, based on his worldview and his, his understanding of, of uh, Yiddishkeit. It definitely wasn't coming from a negative aspect. But uh, <clears throat> at the end of the day, these three people appreciated Hillel's humility that he was able to convert them. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we're on the last narrow line in the Gemara, or the, the medium lines, I should say. Um... By the two dots, Amarish Lakish, my dear what does the pasuk say? it should be the uh, belief of your time, um, your salvation, vadas and your uh, um, knowledge and understanding. It's a pasuk in Yeshaya. Yeah, it's a pasuk in Yeshaya. So what does this Pasuk mean? We're, we're the, the, the very sort of weak link of the continuation of this, is we're going back to talking about Yerushalayim and, and uh, Torah, like we, about a couple of pages ago we had started on that topic, and we digressed, now we're going somewhat back to that topic. Um, so what does this Pasuk mean? Emunas uh, Zer seder Zerayim. So the word Emunas refers to Seder to the, the first Seder of Mishnayas, which is Zerayim. Um, so Rashi and Rashi says we can go through each one. Rashi as we go, Seder Zroim, Shale HaAdam that in Seder Zerayim refers to um, everything to do with the ground and planting and 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 uh, farming and. Uh, all the mitzvahs that are related to that, so it's based on a person's um, belief in Hashem that to to take his maaser and take off all the correct things he has to take off to give to Hashem properly. So the word emunah refers to zoraim because it's it's uh, all based in uh, belief in Hashem and trust in Hashem. Itecha your times Ze seder moed. That's uh, seder, the seder of moyed which we're learning right now, which. Go through all the different <coughs> um, holy days and <coughs> uh, in in detail all the halachas of of yom and tovim and various other connected things. Um, <coughs> so seder is is itecha, which is times, which is obviously a, a very <coughs> obvious connection. Chaysin, ze seder nashim. Um, so Rashi says, what does Chaisen mean? Lashen uh, Yoshim, it's an expression of uh, inheritance. Seder Nashim, of course, deals with uh, issues to do with women, such as marriage and divorce, Yavamas, uh, and certain, uh, certain other things that are connected, or not so connected, but still, that's uh, the, the, the main issues of Seder Nashim. Sarashi explains that this word means uh, people to inherit, and... Uh, the way someone has some has uh, heirs is by having a wife and giving birth to children, um, and uh, that that's the connection there. Yeshua's salvation So, uh, salvation is referring to zeraeder nizikin, which deals with the damages and and between man and his fellow. So Rashi says zeraeder nizikin, Moshiach. Uh, it saves them. It warns people to stay away from damage and to refrain from uh, owing people money. So Yeshua is, uh, refers to, is, is trying to save people from uh, damaging others. That's why it's with uh, knowledge, this is which deals with um, the and uh, and other holy items which are given to the Kohanim. Vidas is and understanding is Seder Taris which deals with the Tuma and tara. Um, Rashi says das adif das is better than chachma. The das is a deeper level of of understand of, of knowledge of or understanding than uh, chachma. So Taris uh, is in fact deeper than Kodjim So we have all six sedarim of Mishnayos referenced in this pasuk. So, and even with all that, we have this uh, incredible Pasuk that gives us the entire Shas. Even so, the end of that Pasuk is Yires Hashem hi That fear of Hashem is its uh, store, is its treasure house. That even with all that, even if you have um, all six sedarium of Shas under your belt, uh, someone still needs, the person still needs to have uh, Yires Hashem to be the main uh, warehouse to. to be the basis of, of everything. Um, Rashi says, <laughs> uh, That's the storehouse. That's the main thing, the most important thing in his eyes, to gather and to make a, a uh, treasure which is, is going to be remembered. But the u s s m Hashem really is the underpinning of everything. A person can know Shasb if they don't... Uh, they, they can intellectually know Shasp if they don't have the u s s m Hashem Beneath it to hold it together, then uh, it's not worth uh, anywhere near as much. So Amar Rava, so Rava says on this, Adam Ladin. Uh, my, this is uh, continuing on with this pasuk of Yeras Hashemih yi that uh, after 120, when a person is brought to judgment, I remember they're going to say they're going to ask him. They're going to ask him the following questions: did you? Uh, do business, did you carry, Did you uh, work and do business so to speak with uh, did, or did you do your business with a trust in Hashem? Did you set aside time to learn Torah? Did you do the mitzvah? Did you yearn for the salvation? Did you uh, learn deep uh, knowledge in Torah? Did you Get to the point of being able to understand one thing from another. And then, even with all these things, if he did all, even even if he uh, did all these things successfully and consistently, if um, using this pasuk, if he made Hashem uh, fearing Hashem his uh, storehouse, the main thing, then yet he'll go through. He'll be in uh, a good position. Anyway, Eloi, Eloi. But if he doesn't have that, then all of this is not going to be worth anything to him. How, uh, what's it compared to? It's a, like a person who says to his messenger, Bring me up a kur a of wheat to the uh, attic. So he went and he brought it up. Did you mix in a kav of Khamton in there? Uh, Rashi's gonna, gonna see. Rashi explains that it's, it's this uh, salty earth. That preserves the wheat, that prevents the uh, bugs and worms growing in it. So, Amaleh love. So, his messenger said, No, I didn't put it in there. Amaleh mutavim lisa. You're better off that you uh, shouldn't have uh, brought it up to the attic because it's just going to get rotten and there's no point now. Um, so, he's comparing that to a person after 120 coming up to a karosh and saying, You know, I have all these incredible things, which is the wheat, but if you don't have the uh, preservative, which is the um, the uh Yurash, Yurash Hashem, then <coughs> it's not gonna be worth it. That is the is the basis for learning and, and everything else he's bringing up bringing there with him. Uh, let's see Rashi. Kavata uh, itim did you set fixed times for learning Torah? eretz. person has to has to uh, go to work and person has to do the way of the land which is to go to go and work. Because if there's no working, there's no Torah. So he has to set aside uh, fixed times to learn Torah. Which is set time. He shouldn't end up spending the entire day uh, working and at the end of the day, he's, he's not going to end up learning anything. So Baruch Hashem, we have a shiir every morning that we can be cover out time for, to learn Torah that, um, every single day. The um, so uh, it seems like the Rashi's understanding is that um, all these questions that are being asked are actually referring to this pasuk with these six words. Um the first one was, "Did you do business with Emunah?" Which is what Emunas? Did uh, you Did you learn, <coughs> uh, learn these <coughs> Set aside time to learn Torah. <coughs> which we said is referring to. Uh, Er is, is, uh, did uh, is, is, did you do Uh Yeshua is, did you ask, did you uh, yearn for Yeshua? And Chachmas was, did you uh, study with Chachma? And Das is, did you learn one thing from another? So that's a, this, is a, this is actually another way of explaining that whole PASUK, not just the last part. But each of these questions which are going to be asked are referenced in the, those words of the PASUK. The period of so Rashi says, this is the word choisen, which we explained is uh, having heirs, and the way one has heirs is, um, is uh, by having children. Did you yearn for uh, the salvation, for the words of the neviim, the, the, the prophecies that we know are going to happen in the times of Moshiach? Did you understand one thing from another? That's das. So we see all these uh, six uh, words are referring to different questions that are going to be, going to be asked to a person after 120. Kav Chaymtin. So uh, this Marshal Rav said that the, the uh, messenger was supposed to mix in a kav of this Chaymtin. Eretz Malecha, it's a uh, salty earth. And it preserves the fruit from uh, <coughs> becoming wormy. Okay, there are two dots at the bottom of the page, second last line. Back in the Gemara, Taned Ve Rabbi Yishmael, the Yeshiva of Rabbi Yishmael taught. Ma'ariv Adam um, Kav Chomton, but Korshel Tfuah This is in connection with the marshal we just mentioned. Uh, we're throwing this a, this in as an aside. A person is allowed to mix in a Kav of Chomton in a kur of grain he doesn't have to worry about uh, he doesn't have to worry about it, what does that mean? Rashi's going to explain last Rashi on the page and he can still sell it at the price of the wheat I know that's not extortion that you're, you're mixing in something that's not grain and you're selling it as grain that's the normal way of selling it that's the way you uh, make it and you preserve it so uh, the buyer's not going to feel ripped off if he knows that you added in this kav uh, of this preserving uh, earth together with the uh, wheat. Okay, bottom line, um, two dots. Rabbi Rabba Barav said, Call Adam This is going, continuing in the same theme of Torah uh, and Yerash Adam Over the page Yerash A The person who has uh, Torah learning, but he doesn't have fear of Shemayim, a fear of heaven. It's like a treasurer who they gave him to whom they gave the uh, inner keys, <coughs> they gave him the keys to the safe. <coughs> but they didn't give him the keys to the front door, so uh, it doesn't help him very much. <coughs> Bahai ayl, how's he going to get in? So, machers uh, or irbiyanei viana announced uh chaval al the of it. so as a chaval that he doesn't have the um he doesn't have the, the courtyard. courtyard but he has the gate he has the gate to the courtyard and the tower is the the gate but he doesn't actually have the own the courtyard that's inside it this is a different marshal. He's saying he the person doesn't own the courtyard, but he has the he owns the gate to it. So what good is the gate if he doesn't have the courtyard inside? Meaning that all these things are trying to say that even if a person learns Torah their their entire life, if they don't have the fear of heaven, they're missing the main the main uh, part of it. The one the the one without the other doesn't really work. Um, <clears throat> <coughs> Let's see the first Rashi on the page. <speaking> uh, fear of heaven. <speaking> it's like the outer outer uh, doorways. <speaking> and you go through those to get into the inner ones. So <speaking> too, <speaking> if he fears heaven, <speaking> that he's, he trembles to to uh, preserve and to do the mitzvahs. <speaking> But if uh, that's not so, then his Torah is not even not not considered uh, worthwhile. (coughs) Uh, (coughs) If he has the keys to the to the safe, he doesn't have the key to the front door. How's he gonna get in to get to the safe? (coughs) Um, Okay, so let's keep going. Four lines down. Amar Aviyudah. Yehuda says. Elo Yeromilfonov, Yiru Milfonov HaKadosh only created the world in order that people should be uh, should fear Him Shneemar because it says in the Pasuk of HaElo Kim Asa We have a Pasuk in Koheles that says that Hashem made the world that people should fear Him Um, Reb Simon and Rabbi Lozar have a Yasveh Reb Siman and Rabbi Elazar were sitting Chalef Vaaza Reb Yaakov and uh Ravyakabra Acha uh went past. Um, one said to the other Mikami We should uh, get up in front of him. The um Mikami together the ch the Khel Chitinhu. The Khel the Khel Chatoin hu. I didn't prepare this I didn't prepare this enough, I didn't think we were gonna get this far. So that's why um <laughs> So should we should stop here. Right? might need a little help. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe we can do stop here. We'll continue with this uh, tomorrow. Okay. Shkayach. <laughs> Shkayach. Thank you. I'll try to ask my question.